developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Social media not working? Not a problem for me. I have an antenna for the TV. I've gone back to reading newspapers, and I always listen to the radio. Guess who my favorite station is? Oh, let me think. Gator Country. No, probably the problem. Uh, NPR. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's, uh, I don't know. Well, well, hopefully he'll call back and let us know. 855-765-1041. What up, there? This is the Mark K Show. We appreciate you being here. <laughs> like that guy's social media not working for you. <laughs> that's okay. Who reads newspaper? I didn't even know they still had newspapers. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even know newspapers were still a thing. Uh, but apparently. Apparently they are. Hang on. Let me just fix my camera here one second before we. Continue with right there we go. What's up everybody? Oh listen, I hope you're having a hope you're having a fantastic day so far. If you're streaming us online, we appreciate that. Uh please continue to watch as long as possibly as long as you possibly can because you never know what's gonna happen. I mean the social media, what we've learned in this first week of twenty twenty one is that social media doesn't care about anyone. They don't care about their users. You know, it's much like it and this is you know, this is something that's very telling. The social media companies and the Democrats, you can tell they're in cahoots with each other because they don't care about the people that they supposedly represent. They don't care about their customers, if you will. Um for example, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter they have customers. Those customers go to those platforms because they feel it's a place where they can share their ideas and their thoughts and their concerns and they can broadcast things and they feel like it's a, a platform for free speech. <laughs> well, the social media companies do not at all want you thinking that. That is not how they look at you. You are just a cog in their machine. You are not the customer. You are not the client. You are not the user. You are there for them. They're the overlord and you are the underling and you've got to comply with whatever it is they tell you you've got to comply with if you want to use their service. The Democrats, same thing. Democrats are the same way. Look at what's going on in New York and California where these these places have been locked down in Michigan. The people that voted you into office, the people that put you where you are, the people that gave you the right and the responsibility to lead them. You're now pooping all over them on the, the, on a daily basis. You're destroying their livelihoods. You're destroying their lives. You're putting them at risk financially, uh, you know, and mentally, physically, even when really you could just open up the economy. Uh, you could just open up the economy and let them go about their business and all would be well. That's the problem. And that's one of the biggest reasons why Donald Trump was so beloved and still is so beloved by his voters and why he's so hated by the Democrats. Because the Democrats don't want leaders who think their job is to to lead. They don't want people going to the United States uh, Capitol, Washington, D.C., whether it's in the executive branch, whether it's in the Congress, whether it's even in the um, in the Supreme Court. They don't want elected officials going there and representing the people that hired them. They want elected officials going there and representing the Democrat Party. That's it. And Republicans, we see it now. What happened with Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley when they went to Washington and said, we are going to object to the electors. We're going to do that. Why? Because our constituents in Texas and Missouri, we they believe they believe that those electors were were chosen uh, illegally and unconstitutionally. It's our job as their elected representatives to represent the people. The Democrats don't think that way. The Democrats don't think that way. They think, OK, I've been elected to the Senate. I can now go to Washington, D.C. And, and by caucusing with all the other Democrats, we can basically take all the power for ourselves we can squash the ideas and the rights and the and the values of of the american people and we can just lay forth this new country this new america and we can make all the rules and it doesn't matter what's written in the constitution if we hold all the power and if we vote together if we stick together then we control it 
That's why they go. The problem with the the problem with this whole thing again is is that the Democrats go to Washington D.C. looking at 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 the Senate and the executive branch. They see that as their career, and and Republicans see it as a way to serve the country. The Republicans, they've all had careers. They go out, they build businesses, they run companies, they become lawyers or doctors. And then when they see a big problem, and Donald Trump is the penultimate or the ultimate example of this, they say, hey, look, I built this great big company. I know a lot about the government. I know a lot about taxes. I know a lot about where the waste is. I know what needs to be fixed. I know how we can make America great again. Uh, I'm going to now sacrifice a few years and a couple million dollars of my life and salary to go and work for other people so that they can experience the kind of American dream that I've experienced. That's what Republicans do. Democrats don't do that. They go to Washington, D.C., and they go, I got elected to office. Great. I never have to work again. I'm just going to stay here for the rest of my life. And if I have to vote against uh, things that I believe are morally reprehensible, like locking down the, uh, the, 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 the country or forcing people to wear masks or opening up borders or stacking the Supreme Court, doesn't matter because I now have job security. I will stay in this seat for the rest of my life. I'll collect a pension. I won't ever have to work again. That's not what public service is. Public service should never be your career. It should never be your career. It should never be your goal. It should be something you do to serve the public. And that's one of the reasons why we have this uh, difference today. I also know that social media and the Democrats uh, vibe the same way where they don't believe that their customers are important. Like, you know, if you had a pizza parlor and your customers came in and they said, listen, uh, I'm never coming back here again because the service was rude and the food was disgusting and it was overpriced. And if you had enough people tell you that, you might actually say, OK, you know, what? we need to first of all fire that waitress who was rude to the customers. We need to make sure that we're upgrading our recipes and our ingredients to make sure the food's good. We need to make sure that our customers we need to figure out a way to to, to make the food cost less because we want to make sure that we're serving our customers the best way we can. When you're a Democrat, what happens is if somebody comes into your pizza restaurant and says, look, the service is bad, the food is horrible, it's way too expensive, what they do is they say, shut up, you, or we're going to charge you more, we're going to give you less, and we're going to take away your voice so you can't tell anybody. In fact, you know what? Cut off all their social media. The last thing we need is them going on Yelp or Facebook or Google or, or Twitter and saying that our service sucks. Cut them off. That's that's the Democrats way of running a pizza business uh, and also a country. I got a message here. I got an email here yesterday from YouTube and YouTube wrote, hi, Mark K, because we're, we're very familiar. It's not like, you know, dear sir or to whom it may go. We're on a it's a very familial um, relationship. We have YouTube wrote to me and said, hi, Mark K. We wanted to let you know our team reviewed your content and we think it violates our spam, deceptive practices, and scams policy. We know you may not have realized this was a violation of our policies, so we're not applying a strike to your channel. However, we have removed the following content from YouTube. A video entitled, U.S. Cray, U.S. Cray, U.S. Cray. <laughs> and that, you may or may not, that was a video, I, uh, it was actually on January the 6th. It was while the riots were going on at the uh, Capitol and the uh, the protesters were were uh, break, uh, breaking into the offices. I did a video from home. We did like a little uh, impromptu live stream, and all I did was report on what was going, what I saw on the TV. I had the TV on. We were report were reporting on it. I was reading your comments. Apparently, that is a spam video, or it's deceptive, or uh, violates their scam policy. They continue. We realize this may be disappointing news. <laughs> But it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. If you think we've made a mistake, you can appeal this decision. You'll find more details below. And then they specifically point out what the policy says. Content that advances false claims that widespread fraud, errors, or glitches change the outcome of the U.S. 2020 presidential election is not allowed on YouTube. So our video entitled US Cray, US Cray, US Cray is deemed unsafe and it's YouTube's job to to take it down. So we appreciate that uh we appreciate I guess they were very cordial but very friendly about it. You know, they weren't angry or we will definitely be we of we of course. Whenever somebody gives me the chance to appeal anything, don't worry. We are ready to appeal. 
uh, that decision. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Don't think, though, that the social media companies are, are, are having the best year ever either. Don't think that Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Google and Amazon, don't think that they are thrilled to death with the events of 2021 so far because they're not. And you're not going to hear this mainly reported by, well, most people, uh, but we have it for you here. The social media companies, they are feeling the heat. They are trying to silence Donald Trump, as we know. They're trying to silence conservative voices, as we know. They're taking down our U.S. Cray video, as we know. But they're also getting a lot of heat on their end, too. The fight continues to go both ways, and we've got proof of that. So if you're feeling if you're feeling downtrodden and depressed and like there's no chance in H-E double hockey sticks, like we're going to be able to fight back against these monumental forces that continue to attack us, let me just tell you this. You're wrong, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show on the way. amazing how fast they can run through articles of impeachment through Congress, but it takes eight months to do anything for COVID relief. Yeah, I mean, isn't that amazing when it's something they want, like impeaching the president a second time, they can get the articles drafted. They can start, uh, you know, trying to they can get on the phone and start trying to rally the voters. They can do whatever. They can call everyone back into session and they can vote on a ridiculous, unimportant and totally pointless second impeachment within days. Well, I mean, within, within a week. But when you want a two thousand dollar check for covid relief because your governor has kept you locked in your basement or locked in your house and they won't let you work at all when they want when you want money when you want something your elected representatives they can't seem to they just can't seem to get it together in fact the leader of their party nancy pelosi will even will even refuse to negotiate will refuse to vote will refuse to do whatever she can to get you that money so that she can take uh, some political points with her um, as the pre- uh, right, right before the uh, presidential election. This is something that people are going to realize and remember. And this is what you don't see on social media. You don't see it on social media because, number one, probably you've been thrown off of social media. <laughs> In fact, in fact, Jennifer Bell, we just got a $10 super chat from Jennifer Bell. Jennifer Bell wrote, good morning, got my badge of honor. Twitter suspended me last night. Yay, congratulations. Woo! Jennifer Bell, has, in fact, a friend of mine wrote and said, hey, I saw you're still on Twitter. You must not be writing the right stuff, which is, which is, probably, uh, which is probably true. And it seems really one-sided. It seems really one-sided. It seems like the Democrats are in the House just doing whatever they want. It seems like the, the, the big tech companies, the social media giants are just squashing free speech left and right like they're, you know, like they're Godzilla just rawr, and we're, you know, and we're New York City and there's just cars everywhere and damage and destruction. If you go on Twitter or Facebook, you would be hard pressed to find any kind of opposition voices left. Uh, I mean, again, knock on wood, we're still here. I don't know for how long and we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But just know that it's not a one sided fight. It's not a one-sided fight. You just don't hear about the other side. And there was an article in Gizmodo today. Gizmodo is, uh, as you can tell by the name, it's like a technological, I guess, blog for, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a website online. They report on tech stuff. Big article today on Gizmodo. I don't know how Facebook let it, let it get through, but it did. Gizmodo wrote, Facebook warns employees not to wear company gear in public after banning Trump. That's the headline. That's the headline. Facebook warns employees not to wear company gear in public after banning Trump. Facebook's internal security team has warned employees not to wear or carry any Facebook branded gear in public, according to a new report from tech news site The Information. The warning comes after the social media giant banned President Donald Trump from the platform following a violent coup attempt by his followers at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. The memo reads, quote, in light of recent events and to err on the side of caution, global security is encouraging everyone to avoid wearing or carrying Facebook branded items at this time. While the memo doesn't appear to explicitly say Facebook employees are at risk of physical assault by Trump supporters, it's easy to read between the lines. This is really telling because it wasn't it just a year ago 
a year ago, maybe maybe a year and a half ago, that wearing a MAGA hat in public made you a target of violent Antifa protesters? Wasn't it just a year ago that a young man at a pro-life rally in Washington, D.C. was slandered by every major news network and won like unreported millions of dollars in, in, in claims against those media companies simply because he was standing in front of an American Indian wearing a red MAGA hat? Isn't it ironic? Ironic how everyone thought that the red MAGA hat was the symbol of hatred, and they even called it the new KKK hood. That's one one Democrat even called the MAGA hat the new KKK hood. And now these Facebook employees and these Twitter employees and these Silicon Valley types, they're scared to wear their own logo in public for fear of retribution. Yeah, it's it's amazing how the tables have turned so quickly, isn't it? 855-765-1045 is our number. I'm not saying anyone should be violent toward any of these employees. No, you shouldn't be violent toward anyone else. But I'll tell you what, man, it, it does definitely seem like there's some kind of like the universe is is playing a trick on these people, doesn't it? 855-765-1045. Quick break, folks. We will be right back. This is the Marque Show. It's amazing how fast they can run through articles of impeachment through Congress, but it takes eight months to do anything for COVID relief. Yeah, that's the one I already played. I wanted to play. I actually wanted to play. I want to play a different one, but let's see if it works. Yeah, Trump is a clear and present danger to come back in 2024 and take the White House. That's why they want to impeach and remove Trump. That way he's disqualified to run again. There it is. That's the one I want. That's the one I want to play for. What's up? This is the Mark A Show, 855-765-1045. The president's on his way to Alamo, Texas. Um, they're building the wall there, and he's going to go there and speak later today. At about 3 o'clock, he's spe- uh, scheduled to speak, which means, yeah, get like 3.30. 3.30, 3.45, just because just we know. We know how it works. Um, but that's scheduled for later today. And, of course, he uh, ta- spoke with reporters on the way to the helicopter, as he usually does. We're trying to find the audio of it. We had it live. We weren't able to catch it on the recording. And no one else seems to be carrying it. Shocker there that the, all these reporters are gathered outside the White House to hear from Donald Trump. And then when they finally hear from him, they don't actually, they don't actually hear his uh, remarks. But he was basically talking about the impeachment, which... More and more people are saying is ridiculous. We know that the Democrats don't have the ability to remove Donald Trump from office before the uh, before the inauguration next Wednesday. We know that President Trump and Mike Pence met for the first time since last Wednesday at the White House yesterday. They spoke about things. They talked about things. They discussed the 25th Amendment and they came out. Seems like they'd smoothed everything over. Seems like the bad blood may be gone. And they both came out determined for the next week or so to push forward the agenda they've been working toward for the last four years. And that is definitely clear and evident by the trip that President Trump is taking today to visit the border wall in Alamo, Texas, which is one of the biggest agenda items he's had ever since this whole thing started. Uh, the second thing, the second thing that you need to realize is that it looks like Joe Biden is now realizing this impeachment could definitely uh, keep him from uh, realizing agenda items early on. This impeachment could hinder any ideas he has of getting off to a quick start. I mean, think about this. You're the Democrats and you have won the Senate by one vote. You've won the presidency by whatever means necessary you've won the house of representatives even though you've lost a significant number of your seats do you a use all of this cumulative power to start helping the american people churning out these checks for um for economic stimulus you know um making sure that they feel safe and secure making sure they get more tax money doing whatever it is you promised them you would do unifying the country bringing people together whatever that means do you spend your time making sure all of that happens Or do you spend your time trying to impeach a man who, after next Wednesday, will no longer be in power, won't be president, won't be vice president, won't hold any public office, will be a private citizen, will be as powerless as anyone else? Do you do that with the fear that in 2024 he will run for office again? Well, if you're these Democrats, if you're Nancy Pelosi, if you're Chuck Schumer, if you're AOC, if you're Bernie Sanders, if you're all these other people that are that are supposedly out there representing the Democrats. And if you're a Democrat and this is your if this is the number one thing on your mind, 
If you're a Democrat, I want you, and you can please feel free to call in 855-765-1045. But if you are a Democrat, I really want to know, when you went to the ballot box and you voted for Joe Biden or you voted for, uh, what's her name, the TV lady with the run, uh, Donna Deegan. Oh, my gosh, I was so confused. Maybe you voted for Donna Deegan here. Maybe you voted for Al Lawson, uh, which, I mean, okay. So maybe you did that. Were you thinking when you walked into that ballot booth, were you thinking, you know, I'm so excited here to use my right and my responsibility and my power as an American citizen to vote for these people so that they can go to Washington, D.C. and work diligently. we spend hours and days arguing and debating and fighting to impeach a man who's going to be fired from his job in a week. Is that what you were thinking? Because if it is, then bravo, you made the right choice. You chose the right candidates. You put the right people in office. But if you were thinking, you know, I don't like the direction of this country. I want people who are going to, A, tame COVID-19 and stop the spread. And I want to be able to see my relatives and loved ones again. And I want to be able to go to the grocery store without wearing a mask. And I want the money in my bank account until my job can open up. And really what I really want to do is just go back to work. I want my kids to go back to school. I don't want anyone to be afraid of anything. I want this economy to get better because even though we have one of the best economies we've ever had in this country before COVID-19, I believe that I believe the propaganda that the economy is horrible and I'd like to tell the kid to get better. I'm thinking those were probably the reasons you voted these people into office. I could be wrong. And if I am, by all means, call me 855-765-1045. It's toll free. And I know how you Democrats like free stuff. So if that's what you were thinking, by all means, good job, tap, pat yourself on the back, you got your wish. But if you wanted all those other things, you got duped. You got duped. You put people in power who are racing, racing, working overtime to punish someone who will no longer be in office come next Wednesday at 12 noon. And the only reason they're doing it, the only reason they're doing it is to keep Donald Trump from being able to run again in 2024. Think about that. The only thing that comes out of impeachment, because they know it's not going to happen. They know it's a pipe dream. The only thing, even if the Senate removed them, even if they could convince some of those, some of those wishy-washy Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, John Thune type Republicans to vote for impeachment. You know, Mitt Romney's all on board. Mitt Romney's right out there making phone calls with the rest of them. If you can convince these people You know, yes, yes, we will. We will stand up this time. We will cross the aisle. We will vote to remove the president of the United States, even if they could do it. The only reason is to keep him from running again in 2024. And what does that mean? What does that mean? Why would you want to stop someone from doing something four years from now? Because you think they could actually do it and you think they could actually win. Think about that. Think about that. After what happened Uh, The last, what, six or seven months after what happened last Wednesday at the Capitol building, after everything that the after the social media companies have shut him down and shut him out and silenced him on Twitter and on YouTube and on Facebook and on Google and on Pinterest, which I still don't understand because I didn't even think Donald Trump had a Pinterest page. And if he did, the heck was he pinning Melania? Maybe. Sure. She'd probably, I could see Melania having a Pinterest page with some beautiful outfits, some lovely shoes, a coat that says, I don't care to you on the back or whatever that coat said. You know, all sorts of great stuff. I would follow Melania's Pinterest page. I would even, you know what? I would follow, follow Ivanka's. She's a sharp, she's a sharp. I'm pretty sure Jared Kushner has, he's the kind of guy that would have a, would have a Pinterest page. But the only reason to do that is because you don't want him to run in 2024. And the only reason you would go to such lengths and waste so much time and energy trying to stop him from running in 2024 is because you know he could win again, despite everything. That's what they're afraid of. The problem that they're neglecting is what they're not realizing is what they're they're so hell-bent on stopping Donald Trump from ever holding public office again. What they're forgetting is 2024 is not the next election. The next election is in 2022. And in the Senate, they have a majority of one. And in the House, they lost, what, 14, 15 seats to Republicans? Republicans held every single one. The next election is not 2024, yet that's the one the Democrats are hell-bent on winning. The next election is in 2022. So I say, God bless them. Let them impeach. Let them carry it on for a year. 
because that's another year that everyone will realize how ridiculous these people are. And it's another it's another year closer to us being able to go in and say, hey, let's get some people in there who care about you, who care about this country and who want to do something other than just using their time and effort and money and power to penalize and hurt the other side. 855-765-1045. Hey, I got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll get to your phone calls next, I promise. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. This is the Marque Show. We'll be right back. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque, 855-765-1045. All right, let's get on squeezing a couple phone calls here before the hour. This is Warren in Virginia. Good morning, Warren. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Taking my call. I just wanted to mention I'm all for bringing back uh, newspapers. I mean, they come in right handy in a pinch when you can't find no toilet paper. No, yeah, you got That's that's very. That's very. Um, I like that. That's very. Uh, you're, 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 that's very DIY of you. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Christina in Evansville. Hi, Christina. How are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? Doing really well. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say today, Christina? Um. Well, I have a lot to say, but mm. I know you only have a minute or two, so <laughs> I'll try to keep it short. Yeah, okay, and sure. My main thing is um, I just kind of wanted to say that everything that's happening now in our world was already it's in the book of Revelations and mm-hmm. all throughout the Bible. So we knew that persecution, especially Christians, and since most Christians follow Trump, I'm going to, you know, take a leap and say that, that a lot of the reason that we're being persecuted is because of um, our beliefs. Yeah. And I know that you're a Catholic, so I'm sure you can agree with a lot of what I'm saying. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, and so I think people just need to understand that this persecution was coming a long time ago. Um, And also, I just feel like that if we as Christians, number one, and number two, as Trump supporters, we can't just go away. No, 100 percent. First of all, there's way too many. There's no place for us to go. You can't. There's no place big enough to hold all. of. There's 75 million out there. Uh, but you, you bring up some really great points, Christina. First of all, a lot of and, you know, Christian beliefs. Absolutely. But beliefs in general, um, we know what the left, they don't want you to believe that there's anything more powerful than they are. They and by them, I mean, government. They want you to instead of praying to God, they want you to pray to, a, uh, you know, the presidency or the speaker of the house. You know, for example, if you want money, you know, uh, as a Christian, if you need money, if you need something, they tell you to pray, pray for God. God wants to give you abundance. God will protect you when there's, you know, it, it, God is the person that will carry you through the storm. The, we were talking yesterday at my house about the footsteps poem. You know, God, why did you abandon me? There was only one set of footprints. No, no, no. When there was only one set of footprints, I was carrying you. You know, that kind of thing. That's the Christian belief system, uh, in whichever sect you look at. And, you know, a lot of people believe that and it and it helps. And, you know, I believe that as well. The Democrats, they want you to believe that in your time of need, when you are feeling down, when you need money, when you're in poor health, when you feel scared, that you shouldn't pray to God. You should pray to the government, that the government should be the one to protect you and the government should be there to give you the abundance and the government should be the one that is all powerful in your life. And the reason I feel that way is because they're the government. So if they're in control and they're the government, then that's what they want. And so beliefs are they it's it's surely a whole um, aspect as to why they fight so hard against the Republican Party. And again, I'll, I'll say this so that I don't get so that Facebook doesn't delete this video or YouTube doesn't delete this video. In my humble opinion, of course, I say all these things. But in my humble opinion, the Democrats would rather you uh, worship them than any kind of deity that you may be. That you may be uh, a fan of eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Also, they want your money. They don't want you giving it. They don't want you throwing it in the collection plate either. That's in my humble opinion. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. But you have to do that now, or else they say that's not true. Fact checkers say that's not true. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is a Al in Palm Coast. Hi, Al. How are you? How you doing? I'm glad I got through. Oh, me too. I'm I glad. Go ahead, Al. What do you want to say? I'd like to, I'd like to make a statement which is from my heart. Okay. Trump is not gone. When he started, he said he's going to get rid of the swamp. 
He make our country good and better. He did. And right now, he's accomplishing his goal of getting rid of the swamp. Anybody that votes on the, on the Republican side to impeach him, that's the swamp. Wake up, America. We know what to do in, tonight in 2022. God yeah. bless you all. Hey, th- listen, Bye. thanks so much, Al. We appreciate that. Is, you know, and, and look, this is the thing, too, that I think a lot of people are starting to realize, that with Donald Trump now leaving office and with these with these, I mean, crazy attacks that are coming at him from every aspect, from social media companies, from the Democrats, the second impeachment. I mean, just because he's not there, you're right. The the swamp is still getting drained. Uh, the voters will still be able to stand up and say, hey, it wasn't just the Democrats. There were a lot of swamp creatures you know, on our side, too. And we need to and we need to clear them out as well. Uh, it's a fight. The ideals continue. The ideals they're even more prominent, if you will. You're starting to hear more and more about the differences between the Democrat Party and the Republican Party. You know, the Democrats still and actions always speak louder than words. This is the one thing that if you if you learn nothing else, that is and it it, it sucks because my job is to just speak. <laughs> but actions speak louder than words. So I'll tell you something. But really, you need to look at what people do instead. And the Democrats, they will get up there and they will say unity. They will say healing. Joe Biden, a week from tomorrow, Joe Biden's going to stand on the Capitol steps and, you know, in front of like 12 people because it's all virtual. And he will tell you virtually through a Zoom call that he wants to unify the country, bring the country back together. He wants to make sure that we are one America and he is the president of all Americans. And then he's going to go back to the White House and Congress is going to go back to the the uh, Capitol building and they're going to try to impeach a guy who's no longer impeachable. So listen to what they say, sure. But more importantly, watch what they do, because when it comes to them, actions speak. Lo- they scream louder than words. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Give us a break or give us a call. I'm giving you a break. You give us a call. It's the Marque Show. More next. 855-765-1045 is our number. By the way, it's Tuesday, which means we have some mail time today. People periodically like to send us mail and gifts and cards and things. And so we're going to, uh, we have a, yeah, just a couple. You know, it's been a, it's been a tumultuous week. So we don't, you know, it's no, no, um, no surprise that the mail, uh, volume is down, but we will get to that here before we leave. And we promise you that, uh, we would bring you Donald Trump's comments now. This is not surprising, but Donald Trump was at Joint uh, Base Andrews, and he was leaving for Alamo, Texas. Now, fast forward, not fast forward, rewind about, like, I don't know, six months ago. Whenever Donald Trump walked out of the White House to the chopper or walked to the airplane, whenever Donald Trump was out and about, the media scrambled. They fought, fought for position. They, uh, They tried to get their microphones as close to this guy as possible. They would pelt him with questions, and whatever they were broadcasting on television at the time, whether it was their weird news report or their angry talking head or Rachel Ray cooking chicken, whatever it was, they would break in and they would say, live, we take you now to the president speaking about Yada, 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 yada. So President Trump now is on the ground and half the networks either cut away from him mid-speech and said he's veering from the truth, which is what they said on NBC, and or they didn't show it at all. They just reported on it. Well, we have a clip of it here. This is about this is about 46 seconds. The question was, what is your role, President Trump, in what happened at the Capitol? What is your personal responsibility? Here's what the president said. Violence. So if you read my speech, and many people have done it, and I've seen it both uh, in the papers and in the media, on television, uh, it's been analyzed, and people thought that what I said was totally appropriate. And if you look at what other people have said, politicians at a high level, about the riots during the summer, the horrible riots in Portland and Seattle and various other, other places, that was a real problem, what they said. But they've analyzed my speech and my words and my final paragraph, my final sentence, and everybody to the T thought it was totally appropriate. Okay, thank you. you. All right, and then he got on the plane and he flew to Alamo, Texas, where he will be speaking again later today. This is a big Trump day. 
This is a big I know that Susie always says Wednesday's Trump Day, but today we had him speaking there at the airport and then he's going to speak um, live at the Alamo. But it's, it's a, not the Alamo in Alamo, Texas, very two different places. And that's going to be at the border wall. Um, three o'clock ish is I don't know if we're going to be bringing those those uh, comments live or not. I know Hannity will be on this station, um, so maybe he'll break in. But that's the deal. That's the that's the schedule. And what they're what you're seeing already is, like I said, news stations are pulling away from it. Uh, I had to go on Twitter, unfortunately, to find a clip of that. And a bunch of the clips that I found were also edited out. Um, you know, if you go on any of the mainstream news stations, you don't see the comments anywhere or you see their anchor just giving a summary of the comments. So this is kind of what's happening. I don't know if even playing that now, we played it on the radio, but I don't know if Eric, because we live stream our show too, I don't know what's going to happen on our, to our Twitch feed or our Facebook or if YouTube's going to send me another nicely written letter. Hi, Mark K. We wanted to let you know that our team reviewed your content. And because you played Donald Trump's comments on your show, we're taking this video down. That could, that could potentially happen, but that's where we are today. Uh, 855-765- 1045 something that is interesting that I'm noticing and this is probably this is another reason why uh why I think that everything is backfiring on the democrats everything's backfiring on the democrats in congress because with with the second impeachment what they're doing with the second impeachment and the uh the articles that they're pursuing against the president it's going to it's going to just kind of put the kibosh on anything that that Joe Biden wants to do uh, they're going to start infighting with each other. They're going to start bickering about a guy who's not even in power. And they're going to railroad themselves. They are going to ruin whatever opportunity they have to maintain their lead going into the uh, going into the, the, the midterms. I guarantee with Rick Scott, Rick Scott is the senator in charge of making sure we win back the Senate. He's got he's the man. He's the one. His whole job for the next two years is a represent Florida and then B make sure that we win elections where we need to win elections. And that's what his he's focused on. We're down one vote. I mean, that should be easy. He's got to make sure that in places where we're weak now, like, let's say, Alaska, where you have a senator who said, I don't even know if I'm a, I'm a Republican anymore. Then he's got to go in and he's got to be like, great. First of all, you're not a Republican anymore. And set, we're going to remove you from the Republican. We're going to get rid of Murkowski. We're going to get rid of your card. And we're going to find somebody else who is a Republican to vote to uh, to run in your spot. So we've got to make sure that these weak Republicans, we've got to make sure that they are they are removed from the Senate. And we need to make sure that we find good, viable, conservative, hardworking, combative candidates and I don't mean combative in the way that people are going to say. I mean combative like they'll get in there and debate and argue and take a stand. People who will not let the media and the Democrats in the House of Representatives bully them, who will not take, you know, a Twitter ban or a YouTube censorship. They won't take those things to heart and, and backtrack. We're not talking about Lindsey Graham's who will jump on the Trump train when it helps him win his uh, the, uh, hotly contested battle in South Carolina, but then jump right off again at the next station. Uh, after he's won and the president is lost. We're not talking about those kind of Republicans. We're talking about the kind that will fight for your conservative values. Rick Scott's job is to find those people, put them in office, and get them to win. And if the media, the social media networks, and the TV media, and everybody else, and even even some radio networks, even some, TV, some uh, newspapers are clamping down on conservative voices, if they continue to do that, it's going to make it easier and easier for Rick Scott to do his job. In the Congress, same thing. Huge. And they won't even tell you they were scared, you know, to death, we'll say, well, as, as to what was happening this time around. They are nowhere. They nowhere have they have nowhere near the strength in the House of Representatives that they had before this election. Conservatives, that place is lousy with Republicans, not just Republicans, but Trump Republicans like Matt Gates, like Boebert, the, the Glock carrying representative from uh, Colorado. These are people who will not be going away. They will be multiplying in 2022. And every time someone gets thrown off of Twitter, Twitter becomes weaker and Donald Trump and the Republican Party become stronger. Speaking of which, Twitter stock is down again today. It's down to 47. It continues to drop. And the Rasmussen daily presidential approving approval roll, approval poll, tough to say, of President Trump continues to climb up another percentage point. 49% approve as of today. After everything that's happened, Twitter bans, capital raids, everything. 
49% of this country approves of the job that Donald Trump is doing, and Twitter's stock price goes down and down and down. Think of what's going to happen in the next two years. It's going to be a fight, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be one well worth uh, well worth undertaking. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Steph in Palm Coast. How you doing, Steph? Hey, good. How are you, Shucky Ducky? Oh, yeah, Shucky Ducky to you. What's going on? Thanks. Um, two quick questions. Um, where was Nancy yesterday? And what if Florida seceded and made DeSantis as president, and we put a big wall up and big sign saying? Like, no lids allowed, no more New Yorkers. Wanted to get your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> they've got the, two great questions. Great, great, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I uh, Well, you know, well, let's take a break. We'll get into it here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. More of the Marquee Show is on the way. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Well, the fix is in to bankrupt Trump. Deutsche Bank has stopped doing any future business with Trump, and I believe this will eventually lead to all these banks calling in his loans, which, of course, no one can pay, which will force him to sell his properties. I'll tell you what, this is, uh, you know, look, there, the problem that you have here is that everybody is reacting. They're reacting the way that the Democrats want them to react to the president, and they're trying to do whatever they can to they really want to. It's not even about Donald Trump anymore because they know he's out of power. It's about the next Donald Trump. They want it. They want somebody to look at Donald Trump and say, wow, look what happened to that guy. I never, ever will do what Donald Trump did. I never, ever will. Um, you know, it's like when they put the horse head in the Godfather. Spoiler alert, by the way, if you never saw it, they wanted the guy to give, you know, the, the kid the movie role. And he didn't want to give the kid the movie role because the kid sucked. So they cut off his championship stallion head and put it in his bed. And then all of a sudden, guess who was in the movies? That's basically what they're doing here. They're trying to cut off the head of the next Donald Trump. Uh, because, like, you know, as all of you pointed out, this is a major movement. It's, it's half the country, probably more. And what you need is you need, if you're the Democrats, to make sure that nobody tries to do what the president uh, did, which is keep them out of power for four years. Which is throw, you know, throw like salt in the, the wounds that they have, uh, have opened up. They, he did every, he undid every terrible thing they've done from, from NAFTA to the Paris Climate Accord to the Iran nuclear deal. Um, he did, I mean, he did so many great things for this country that they can't, they, they're, they're beside themselves with anger. Uh, so the first thing they have to do is keep anyone from ever trying to do it again. And the second thing they're going to do is they're going to try to, redo all the terrible things he undid and that's why these midterm elections are so important and that's uh right now what the only hope yeah they're gonna they're gonna i mean they've already started they shut down all the shopify stores they stopped uh campaign contributions to his website now the banks refuse to do business with him this will all turn i mean it, it's all gonna turn first of all there'll be court action there'll be lawsuits people have you know you can't there are there are certain things that banks need to, uh, you know, whenever you do business with somebody and there's contracts involved, you can't just act like a tyrant. There's there's certain legal protections that Trump and the Trump campaign and the Trump children, they all have in place. Um, you know, the PGA Tour, for example, they were the late. I don't know what they were thinking, but they pulled out of the uh, they pulled the PGA championship out of Trump's golf course in New Jersey and they had a contract. So there's going to be some kind of legal problems back and forth. Um, you know, with that. So it, 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 this is what's going to happen. You're going to see these people reacting. They're reactionary. They think it's bad for business if they continue to do business with Trump and his and his compatriots. That'll all pass in about a year or so. It's going to be all about Biden and the media. There will be no more Donald Trump on, you know, on TV every single day, tweeting every single day. There will be a vacuum and the media who is so they've built themselves into a behemoth, man. They are so big. They have they have websites and apps and they're everywhere and they're 24 hours and they all everybody revamped their schedules. They're taking Jim Acosta out of the White House. They're giving that guy his own show. Can you believe that? He should thank Donald Trump for having his own show, because if it weren't for Donald Trump, no one would know Jim Acosta's name. But because Jim Acosta went into the White House and Donald Trump called him fake news, in 20, uh, 2017, at his very first press conference, Jim Acosta became a superstar. He got his press credentials revoked, and now he has a nice, cush desk job 
at CNN. They are building them, themselves up to be huge. The only problem is they have no more product. I said it, you know, I said I did a video yesterday for my house. When Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey, when the circus, when they wanted to take down the circus, you know what they did? They uh, they took out the elephants. PETA went after the elephants. They stood outside the circus buildings and they protested and they went to Congress and they showed videotape of what they did to these elephants. Everyone knew the only reason you go to the circus is the elephants. Clowns are scary. High wire trapeze. That's cool and all that. But it's the elephants. No, you, when are you ever going to see an elephant? That's why they save them till the last. That's why they put them in the center ring. That's why they dance on the little ball. That's what you don't you don't walk out with a plush clown toy. You walk out with a plush elephant. That was their bread and butter. So when PETA took out the elephants, it was only a matter of time. The first year Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey announced that they were not going to have elephants in their shows anymore was the last year of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. They couldn't survive without their main attraction. Look at the left. For four years, Twitter, what's been their elephant? Donald Trump. And because he's a Republican, he's literally been their elephant. He's been the main attraction. He's been the center ring. CNN, what has been their bread and butter? Donald Trump. 98% of news coverage was negative of Donald Trump because 98% of news coverage was of Donald Trump. What will fill that void? Nobody cares about Joe Biden. Nobody wants to hear about Kamala Harris angry that Vogue magazine used the wrong photo on the cover shoot. That's not going to get the clicks and that's not going to pay Jim Acosta's huge new salary for CNN. They have eliminated the one thing that made them as big and popular as they were and are. They kick, I mean, they they tied a noose around their own necks and they kicked out the stool and now they're all just hanging there slowly withering away and the life will be breathed out of them. Because there's nothing deadlier to a 24-hour to a news organization or a social media network that is built around trolls than having nobody to troll or having to broadcast 24 hours of Joe Biden news. It's the beginning of the end for all of these companies. And there are replacements waiting in the wings. There are people waiting in the wings to replace those companies with real, actual news. It's actually, I mean, there's a silver lining on this big dark cloud, folks. It's pretty easy to see, too. 855-765-0145. Quick break. More, more K-Show. More of your phone calls on the way. I, uh, someone, <laughs> so, so I've still got, it's so funny. I, I go on, uh, I still haven't deactivated my Twitter because I get a lot of news from it. I want to see what the other side's doing. You know, it's that old Sun Tzu, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Um, you know, and in order, here's here's the dilemma I have with Twitter is in order for me to tell you the truth, I need to know what lies are being told to you elsewhere, if that makes sense. Um, so that's why I haven't, you know, I haven't uh, pulled the plug on it yet. But however, I do believe that Twitter is not long for this world when you watch the stock price continue to go down. And, um, you know, and I'll tell you, it's like my kids. My wife and I always joke about this. When my kids watch TV now and we've watched something that they've put on the DVR or something on, you know, Disney Plus, whatever, they don't say rewind if they want to go back. They say fast forward because we taught them I to go fast forward, but they say fast backward. They don't say rewind. And the re and it's kind of cute. And I know, you know, and I asked them, I go, why do you call it? Why do you call it fast backward? They go, well, because there's fast forward and then there's fast backward. Duh. I mean, it seems seems really smart. And they don't understand the concept of rewinding anything because they never had a VHS tape. They never had a cassette tape. Everything's always been, you know, digital. And so when you don't understand that in the old days of, you know, 1997, we had VHS tapes and there was tape inside that had to be rewound. And if you went to Blockbuster Video, they had a sign that said, be kind, rewind. And if you didn't rewind, they charged you like a buck or something stupid like that. If you don't, you don't, they have no concept of the tape. It's all digital to them. And so when I say something like rewind, they have no clue what I'm talking about. Why do I tell you this? I tell you this for one simple reason. I believe truly that in three, four years, the concept of a tweet will be foreign to kids. Kids that are growing up now, five years from now, you're going to use the expression tweet and they're going to be like, what, what do you mean tweet? I don't understand. What does that mean? What do you mean? Like the phone used to be attached to the wall? I don't, I don't get that at all. Twitter will be gone. They cannot sustain. You cannot sustain 
a a capitalist company by running a socialist platform. Socialism and capitalism are opposite. They can't survive in the same in the same space. Either you're a capitalist or you're a socialist. And you can't be both. So the more freedoms that Twitter stomps on and the more people's freedoms that they stomp on, the less it'll be a capitalist company or or entity, the more money it'll lose. And eventually, if you're a company and you're not making money, especially in Silicon Valley, you disappear or you get gobbled up. So the concept of a tweet is going to be like the concept of rewinding um, to my kids now. And if you that's my that's my that is my prediction uh, on this day, January the 12th. 2021. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. This is Michael in Georgia. Hi, Michael. How are you? Um, hi. Actually, this is Michael's wife. He was getting in for me. Oh, hi, Michael's <laughs> wife. Um, hi. <laughs> I'm a software applications developer. Okay. I've been in the world for many, many years. My parents did it when in the 70s so okay, i've sure. seen the transformation it it ties in with what you just said on what i wanted to talk about okay. um is, is the the change in platforms would be equivalent to like when facebook kind of went up there with myspace and yeah. took over um so yeah. in in my opinion if we just you know all went to MeWe or um, instead of Facebook, you know, it, it's like changing your Internet company. Um, I don't think that they should be allowed to have the power um, because, you know, I know how to host websites. I've done that in the past um, for other people, created websites, and I feel like it should be a freedom um, of speech. Yeah. And... They shouldn't be allowed to withdraw their web hosting on the Amazon side for for Parler. Um, and I had an issue with trying to get Parler on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> so no, I'm transitioning myself, and I've been on these platforms for years and years and years. Michael, Michael's wife, pardon me. Let me, and you know, and you bring up a great point. Uh, and let me, and here's here's something that again, and because I always try to look at the positive, because I feel like that's the only way we're going to win. It was, it seemed really bad. When all of these companies, when Facebook and Twitter and then the Apple Store and then Google took Parler out of their app store so that nobody could access Parler. They're like, well, listen, you can't be on Twitter anymore. Go to Parler. Oh, guess what? Parler, you can't be on the app store anymore. And then Amazon Web Services, which is the re they give the platform for Parler to exist in, in you know, in any anywhere, really, in the digital space, said, we're not going to host you on our servers either. You've got to go find another spot. And yesterday I read an article about a company called, I think it's Epic. Is that right? And Epic is a, get this, conservative-friendly web hosting company. It's a conservative. Is it, Isn't it E-P-O-C-H, that, that Epic? No, no, no. It's E-P-I-K. Okay. And it's a web hosting company. And they apparently are, they yeah, they've transferred. Parlor transfers domain name to Epic, uh, which is the domain registrar of choice for the far right, says Mashable. So there are alternatives. It's that we've never had to rely on them, so we don't know what they are. You know, Rumble is uh, is a website that's very, it's akin to YouTube, only it doesn't pull, it doesn't send me messages that says, Hi, Mark Kay, we wanted to let you know our team reviewed your content, and we think it violates our spam deceptive practices and scams policy. No, Rumble lets me put up these videos, and then they show them to people, and people start going, thumbs up. Good job, Mark Kay, we appreciate it. We're going to follow you on Rumble. Uh, Parler, which will be back up and running, is very similar to another uh, another social media network called Gab. There's something that I love now called Telegram. And Telegram is basically like a it's like a texting service or it's like WhatsApp where you can message back and forth, but you can actually create a channel and just message a bunch of people. I already got a couple hundred people following me on this thing Telegram which I didn't know existed. I didn't even know it was a thing until 3 4 days ago. So really, here's the here's a the the benefit. Here's something we're learning. They always tell you don't put your eggs in one basket. Well, that's true. And they you need to be in every single one of these networks if you want your voice to survive. If you want to keep pushing forward the ideas of conservatism and the ideas of making America great again. If you want MAGA to continue, if you want what President Trump's to be fighting for, if you want to save America basically, you have to put in the work. And the work now is not just 
starting a Facebook page and saying, hey, patriots, come join me on this day in front of this building because you're going to get shut down. We know that now. We know that now. They have the power. So you need to be on all these other alternatives. And that's the silver lining. That's the great news. These alternatives are there. They've existed. You can be a conservative and be on the Internet. You can be a conservative and have a, a, a place to go to voice your opinions, to post your videos, to live stream. You can do all of these things. And because of the censorship that we're seeing right now from Silicon Valley, all of these other services are getting the publicity they never got because they didn't need it. And they're all growing tenfold. Gab, a guy named Andrew Torba, we had him on the show years ago when Gab first came on online. He did an interview yesterday on Fox News. They're getting 10,000 new users an hour. So if you're trying to get on Gab and you can't, it's because they're getting 10,000 new users an hour. This is, this is ridiculous growth for a company. And those 10,000 users, they're not just new people that have popped up. Those are people that are deleting their other accounts. Oh, in Idaho, I don't know if you heard this story. This is fantastic. There's an ISP, uh, a, um, basically a, a um, internet service provider. You know, like you get your internet from Comcast or AT&T, whatever it is. You get your, your ISP, uh, your internet service provider provides you your, your Wi-Fi service so you can get online in the first place. There was a North Idaho internet provider that blocked Facebook and um, Twitter. Why? Because two-thirds of their customers called and asked them to block the websites. They didn't even want Facebook and Twitter to show up on their computers. They didn't want anyone in their household to have access. They didn't want their kids to be able to get on their Wi-Fi and get access. So the ISP said, well, since the majority of our customers don't want these two websites, they blocked them. So if you live in North Idaho and TI Wi-Fi is your service provider, you can't get Twitter and Facebook. The president came out with a statement and said, it has come to our attention that Twitter and Facebook are engaged in censorship of our customers and information. Our company does not believe a website or social networking site has the authority to censor what you see and post and hide information from you, stop you from seeing what your friends and family are posting. This is why, with the amount of concerns, we have made this decision to block these two websites from being accessed from our network. The fight goes both ways, folks. It's not just them controlling everything. You have a voice, too. And if you if you yell loud enough... It will be heard. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We're going to do some mail time. Then we're going to duck out of here. Stay tuned. More of the Marquee Show on the way. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. 855-765-1045. I had, a, uh, I had an open mic message I wanted to play because it came to my personal voicemail box. And it was this woman who just loved the show so much. I played it over and over again for my wife until she almost divorced me. Um, no, she didn't. I was, well, but she was good. She was like, "Could you? I get it. You're great. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Some woman in, in uh, Palm Coast loves you. I get it. Uh, but I was going to play that. We'll play it tomorrow. Um, 855-765-1045. By the way, if you want to leave us a super chat tomorrow, tomorrow, and we're getting a lot of new people on the stream every single day. We're getting a lot of new people on. Oh, oh, we were just talking about Telegram. Literally, I didn't plan this, but we were talking about how there's new apps and there's new opportunities for conservatives. I got a message from Telegram on Telegram right after I was talking about Telegram. And this is what the message said. Telegram surpassed 500 million active users. In the past 72 hours, more than 25 million new users from around the world joined Telegram. In three days, 25 million new users. And you can thank Twitter and Facebook and actually you could thank Donald Trump for that. 855-765-1045. All right, let's uh let's get to some mail time. Here we go. Listen Woo! carefully. We got uh we got the thing. Yeah. You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K show mail time. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. Oh, it's Hannah and Stereo. I know. That's it's really good, cool. Right? All right, uh, we get some mail here at the radio station. We appreciate everything that we get and um and we uh, get everything we appreciate. Does that make sense? That was good. good. This English. is this is from WB Pawn in Atlantic Beach. It's a large manila envelope. It looks like the kind of envelope that FBI agents give each other evidence in. So we'll see. Oh, it looks like evidence. It says, oh, it's from William Pooh. It's his actual name. 
uh, Atlantic Beach, Florida, to whom it may concern. Greetings on January 4th, 2021. I will make some predictions regarding the political environment that exists in the United States of America today. Whoa, these are some very long predictions. I don't think we have time for that. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Let me do that one. This guy wrote out one, two, three, like five or six predictions. Okay. And then he had it notarized. No, he didn't. Swear to God. Oh my gosh, he absolutely Swear. did. He had it notarized so that I guess we don't. We know he, that you know that we it can wasn't check back. after. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll read one of them. Mr. Raphael Warnock and Mr. John Ossoff will be declared the winners of their respective races. Well, we already know about that. Well, but this was on January fourth, correct? Uh yeah. Oh, I guess you're right. Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico will become states. Other Central American countries, such as El Salvador, might be invited to become states. Cuba would be a nice acquisition. The United States Supreme Court will receive additional associate justices. I don't know if these are much predictions or just things that we know. Oh, one minute. Is that all we have? Yeah. Oh, the, sorry. All right. Let's get to <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Pooh. We appreciate your predictions. All right. Let's, we have a box here. It's just two of the Mark K shows from Amazon, so we don't know what's inside or who it's from Mark until we open it. I was to know if he might have bought it. Right. I, sometimes <laughs> I order myself stuff and I forget about it. Um, what is this? This is... It looks like it's dry erase markers. Maybe you a did little, buy this. Hold on. From Pudgel on Twitch. I hope Hannah can use this for her flip sign <laughs> and maybe it won't. Oh, look at this. It's a little dry erase flip board. Oh, that's fun. And some dry erase markers. You guys, see? That's so sweet. I, with that, we really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. If you want to send us something, we'll put the, uh, we'll put the address there in the chat so you can... You can get it out there for a future episode of Mail Time. In the meantime, leave us an open mic message for tomorrow. Tomorrow's whatever you want Wednesday. Uh, we'll be back at 10 a.m. Stay tuned for Traffic Weather News. Rush Limbaugh, it's all next. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.